What's tea, y'all? I know some of you are out there right now having a hard time, having problems in your relationships, having trouble with life, or maybe you're on social media swiping and swiping, thinking, why can't that be me? Why can't I do that? Well, I'm here to let you know that you can. This is Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett, where we not only help you create your own story, but we let you tell yours too. Let's get into it, y'all. Good job. I know I've been away for a minute. I haven't done a podcast in like a month, but I'm back with another special guest, um, and it's my honor. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself. Hey, guys. My name is Katiri B. I'm so happy to be on this platform. I look forward to the conversation that we're going to have. Um, this is about to be incredible, so y'all make sure y'all stay tuned. Oh, thanks so much. Um, so... I personally, actually, when I was speaking with your manager and they told me that it was you, I was like, oh, I know who that is. I watched the four. Like, I actually knew who you were um, and I was rooting for you. I remember you singing, don't get it, one of my favorite songs by Tasha Cobbs. Um, uh, what is it? Um, oh, what's the song called? Um, don't tell me, though, because I'm going to get it. Um, <laughs> ready, ready. Um Something ready. Uh, ready. It's going to bug me now. Now you can tell me. <laughs> it's ready for overflow. There you go. Thank you. I was close. I just know. I'm talking about it's one of my favorite songs and I can't even remember it. <laughs> I know all the words though. But <laughs> Definitely. Um, and it's funny that um, that's the song you chose. Around that time, I remember, um, I think I was working at bands. If not at bands, I was... I just remember having a conversation with one of my friends and I was listening to that song and I was saying that sometimes you actually, it's not about wanting things sometimes. Like we may want a lot of things in life. We may want to be rich or we may want this certain job, but if we're really not ready for that job, it's not going to happen for us. We have to like do things in our life and position ourselves into, into that phase of our life. And when I was saying that um, to her, I remember I was like, okay, well, I need to speak to anybody that I've ever had an issue with because going into this new year, I want to, you know, let this all go. And so any anybody that I felt wronged me or did anything to me, I hit them up and I let them know that, like, you know, this is how I felt and I was holding on to this. I don't need you to apologize. I'm just releasing it kind of thing. Right. And literally right after I did that to all those people, like I got a new job, like and just certain things started happening. And I'm just like, oh, and I was just and I remember telling her like maybe two months prior to that about this. And I was like, dang, I was like preaching to her about this. And it it's true, you know? Yes, that is so amazing. I feel like um, when you pay attention to the things that can be overlooked, um, and you know, it's, it's something so simple as going to people who have wronged you, making, you know, amends with people who, you know, don't like you. That is one of the most biggest, but yet smallest things because it's small because we try to forget, yeah. but it's big because it can hinder us in so many different areas. So I'm so proud of you for that. Cause that is so big. Cause you never know what God can do. Like, exactly. Let's just be working out. That is so incredible. So kudos to you for that, because that's a big move. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> so how was your experience on The Four, just being on TV? I was speaking to Angel Taylor of Trinity 5-7 earlier, and I was saying how, like, I remember going to watch The Voice, and I was like, now I'm just watching I was like, I would mm -hmm. never do that again. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> draining. Like, just being in the audience and cheering, like, it's so draining. So I can only imagine everything that you guys have to go through. Yeah. The experience to me, um, I always take it as a lesson that, you know, you have to learn. You're going to always have critics. You're going to always have people who are rooting for somebody else instead of you. That does not mean your gift is not as big or valuable. That's just the way of the business. So going into that, I... I, I knew, of course, that 
it was going to be a challenge because number one, I was going gospel. That has never happened before. So it was the odds were definitely against me um, in a lot of different ways, but I felt comfortable because I knew who I was and I was confident in, you know, my gift and how my approach is to music. So going into that, I was, I had no expectations. I didn't set any because a lot of times when you set your own expectations and they don't work, you completely quit altogether. So I I just wanted to go in pure and with the intent of, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if they're going to like me. I don't know if they're not going to like me. I don't even know if I'm going to make it to through that first round. So um, even like during the process of it, it was so nerve wracking because you did not know if you were going to make the show. Like, a lot of people don't understand the pressure that is behind the scenes. Like you really don't know if your name is going to be called. Yeah. Like So you may go for auditions, but that does not mean you're going to make the show. Yeah. So it's like a lot of people that I was in the same room with who didn't make the show who are now doing great. Yeah. And so, you know what I'm saying? So for me, the experience was, was great. I learned a lot as an artist. Um, to be confident and not set false expectations because I've seen a lot of people who they quit because, you know, they didn't get it the first try. And it's like, you can't base or throw all your eggs in one basket. That's not how this industry is. You're going to have to have it in several different places because you don't know what's going to hit and what's not. So that's kind of like how my experience was. Um, I just went in with, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I was happy to go. And uh, I'm here today. Yes. So I'm happy. Yeah, that's, that's amazing, though, especially doing a gospel song. What, why did you choose that particular song? Um, The reason why I chose that particular song was because it spoke to me personally. Um, You know, just going through certain things in your life where you just want God to just overflow, like pour into those areas where you've been praying for. And so I chose that. I honestly, they did not know that song at all. I never heard it. So when I sung it in auditions, it blew them away to the point where they was like, that's your, your battle song. I'm like, how, how is that possible? Because I, that's not what I wanted to choose. That became my battle song. Like, because it was so strong and the message in it, it just spoke to my current situation. So that's why I kind of chose that one. Okay, well, I'm actually going to play um, the, the the song and you singing it right now from the four. Wow. <laughs> I haven't heard that in four years. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, here you go. <laughs> Let's get into it, y'all. Eyes haven't seen and you know that Ears haven't heard oh, yeah. the kind of blessing, y'all. Yeah, that's about to fall on me. Yeah. You see, because victory is here. Kick defeat out the door. Cause God's doing a new thing, new thing. Yes, He is. So get ready for all.
just amazing. <laughs> that was so wow. Thanks for putting that. That was such a memory. <laughs> and it's funny, like looking at the the other contestants, they look shook. <laughs> That's what always gets oh, me. Oh my god! That was Ooh, really, really an amazing performance. Crazy to show God to the world, you know? So if, if anything for your, for the show, that was your purpose. Maybe you weren't supposed to meet when maybe you were just supposed to, you know, yeah. that's, and that's so amazing and crazy. Definitely. Yeah. You, you, you definitely touched on that. And that's why I always tell people, you never know why God sent you in places. You just have to always go in knowing that he, you know, he knows the end and he knows, you know, the path and, I just trust God. Like I just went in, sung my songs, whether I stayed, whether I left, I was fine. So awesome. yeah. Yeah. So I have some questions that I want to ask. And my first one is what would you say your definition of success is? Oh, that's a great question. For me, the definition of success um, is knowing your purpose and knowing your why. Um, a lot of times we define success as, you know, who can make it first, you know, how much money you have, um, what, how many people you can influence. Success comes in multiple different facets and forms. But for me, it's all about knowing your purpose. And when you can fulfill that, that's where the success comes in it because you know, I'm doing everything that I'm called to do. Yeah. Um, it's not you know, living up to other people's standards, trying to please everybody else. It's what is it that I'm called to do and how can I successfully execute this, you know, plan for my life to the best of my ability. Um, so that's how I define success is knowing your purpose and knowing why you're doing it because you can get involved and caught up in so much and to win now, it's like success to you is just keeping up with others. It's not actually living for you. So as long as you know your purpose and your why, that will determine what success looks like for you. I remember, I'm saying remember like it was a long time ago. I seen, I want to say maybe two weeks ago, I believe it was JoJo. Where mm -hmm. she was saying that she posted certain things and she was thinking like, oh man, no one likes this because it didn't get enough likes. It only got like 100 or 200 likes on this or whatever. And she said her friend asked her, so what happens if 200 people came up to you right now and complimented you? Would you think that it wasn't enough? And right. she's all like, no, I'd probably be overwhelmed. She's all like, so why is 200 likes not enough on, you know? And it's <laughs> like when you like put things into perspective, it's like, it, it may not seem like a lot to when you think about it, but then you when you really sit down and be like 200 people actually like this or commented, or even if it's just 30 people, like, you know, 60 or yeah. you know, like you, it, it's the little things. And that's like, even with my podcast I have on here and I'm just like, Oh Dan, I didn't get as many views on this episode, but then I'm just like, well, I got something out of it. Or I know one person hit me up and said, Oh, and that was amazing. What they said, this message made me think about something different. And I'm like, okay, well then, that's what it was for, it, you know? Right. So if it just changes Definitely. one life or reaches, if you reach one person or one life, then, you, you know, you're doing what you're supposed to be. Definitely. I agree. I agree on that, man. So my next question is, um, do you feel that you ever sabotage yourself? You know what? That's a, that's a great question. These questions are spicy. I love it. <laughs> um, I, I've never, I never felt like I've, I sabotaged myself. You know what? Let me retract that. Because sometimes you don't feel like you're sabotaging yourself. But then again, when you look back, you'd be like, dang, I really did just sabotage myself. Yeah. Like, why did I say that? Or I did not have to react like that. Exactly. So I feel like I've never actually intentionally sabotage myself mm -hmm. but i may have you know just by my vulnerability or being open to people and they may have took it as me you know being overly critical or i don't know like i don't think i've ever noticed that i did it oh, I so i can say you know like yeah i you know self-sabotage myself i just know that i probably could have in the past not as of late, but 
I don't know. It's such a great question. I don't think I you think, really know. I think for myself, I think that I may not know in that moment. I may never find out, but like I'm huge with procrastination yeah. when it comes to me. Like if someone else asks me to do something, then I'm like, I'll do it really fast. But if it has to do with something that's for me, I procrastinate oh and I'm just like, oh, like I could have got so much more done or like, this could have happened if I would have, you know, done this. So I feel like that's how I personally sabotage myself. Even just with the podcast, I was talking to a friend earlier and I was just like, she's like, oh, how you been? And I'm like, I'm good. I was like, but I've been lazy. Like, I ain't even gonna lie <laughs> because I could have been hit up a whole bunch of people to to get on the podcast. And I was like, I ain't did a podcast in over a month. Like, oh my yeah. goodness. So I'm just like, I procrastination. Granted, I was focusing on other things, but I still could. It, it's so easy just to message somebody or just to DM somebody or email somebody, you know? And just yeah. keeping people familiar. And there's so much other stuff that I, I want to do with my life coach stuff. And I'm like, I'm not doing none of that. <laughs> like, so. Uh, I like I did. I fell into that. I got to I gotta give you that. I did fall into that because lately I just haven't had the energy to get on social media and talk to people. I don't, <laughs> you know, it's like you have to really do this stuff in like times, like. I don't feel like talking every day. I don't feel like singing every day. It's like, can I at least have two weeks where I just do nothing? I feel that so much. <laughs> like, geez, but it's it's our livelihood. So we really don't get time to stop. Yeah. And I, I remember, um, or I heard, it was either today, yesterday, I was scrolling on Instagram and it was like a thing from her name B Simone and she was saying like people always want to make it they want this stuff and she was saying like if you haven't reached out to a hundred people or DM them to show them your product or show them what you're doing then like don't talk to me about you really want it granted I'm not hitting up a hundred people but, right. no, but I, get, I get what she's saying like if you're not being you know going after something then like how can you say these things and it's one of those things like sometimes I don't, not me for say but I've hear people like complain about certain things and I'm like but you pray to get in these situations don't pray mm -hmm. about it it's like the, what's the saying like don't um, say that you're full when you ask for food on your plate kind of thing wow that's powerful man jeez <laughs> That is amazing. That's true, though, because it's like if you want it, you really got to go get it. Yes. And it's not going to have free days. Like, you can forget that. The only time you're going to have free days is when your money is long enough when you can take a day off. Other than that, you're going to work every single day as an entrepreneur Seriously, or working nine to fives. It's like, like, I don't even think Beyonce takes days off and she got money. <laughs> like, listen. Um, so my next question for you is what do you what do you feel that life is teaching you right now? Um that's a great question. It's definitely teaching me to cherish every moment. Um with the way of the world and in the state of the world, you just don't know what's what's about to happen, you know. So true. People are literally just dropping, you know, off the face of the earth and it's like, "Whoa." it's really like a pause moment where it's like, okay, God, you know, the little things that I overlook, I'm grateful for that. Um, it's, it's literally just teaching me to seize and cherish every moment. Like it could be your last because you just never know. And I, I just want to make sure that I put forth my best effort in all that I do. So it's really just teaching me to work hard and um, be grateful, you know, for where you are. You may not be at the top of where you really, really want to be, but, um, you know, just, just be grateful for where you are. So that's kind of like how life is teaching and molding me right now. I feel that. I 100% I, I feel that a lot. Um, a lot of times I, not me, but I see people that are not like, like we take for granted some of the littlest things just waking up in the morning. I remember uh, I was telling my mom, she, cause she has like uh, lupus and so she was having pain or whatever. And I was like, well, at least you could feel that. 
And she got all mad at first. And I'm like, no, what I mean is that you could be dead. Like, so the fact that you're able to feel pain is still a blessing. And she's all like, oh, okay, yeah, I get you. You're right, you're right. Like, you know, just something small as that. Like, you know, there's always there's always a brighter side or another side to something negative. And we often forget to look at that. Definitely. For sure. So I want to play something else. And it's something that's off of your YouTube. Um, okay. And I really You got all the links tonight. Yeah, right? <laughs> And you did this two years ago. It's just a little rendition of Encourage Yourself. I extremely love this record um, and just song um, because I feel like sometimes, like, for me, I've been in, like, low spaces in life sometimes, and I'm just like, okay, well, how do I get out of this, this slump? Like, sometimes you have to pull yourself up if no one else is going right. to you. So here's... I yeah, so here's Encourage Yourself. It's by Donald Lawrence, but you're singing it. Of course, there would be an ad on YouTube. There's always an ad. <laughs> but here we go. And they be trying to get money. <laughs> no, right? no, I'm not even hating, though. I ain't even hating. <laughs> okay, here we go. Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. And sometimes you have to speak victory during the test. And no matter how you feel, speak the word and you will be here. Speak of yourself and encourage yourself. In the Lord, oh, oh, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Gotta put your words up on the back, yeah, yeah. You have to speak victory during the posting stuff and then like four or five years later it just be like what was I doing <laughs> why did I have to do that much maybe I was just in the moment but golly <laughs> would you say you're your worst critic I'm my worst critic because for me it's like I mean now I'm older so it's like why did I do that like what caused you to do that bro like like what was you thinking that was too many runs but i guess whatever i digress <laughs> that's so funny. uh that's hilarious um so just to get a little more in depth about who you are as a person what would you say that your self-worth is based on oh my self-worth is definitely based on my value um or how i value myself um, a lot of times we go through life and we go through certain situations and how, how I'll say this, sometimes life will throw us things and we will look at it as this is our value because of what comes to us. Maybe I'm not worth that much, but I feel like it's how you handle it determines your value or it determines where you see yourself. 
And so for me, um, I value myself by how much I overcome. Um, a lot of times, <clears throat> again, life happens and things are hard, but I value myself in how I control my attitude and, you know, really, really focus on, hold on one second. My background is loud. Oh, no, you're good. Okay. Um, but, um, it's just really, I guess that, that, that's a very, very great question because value is such a big word. Yeah. And I, we overly use it like, or we don't really understand what it truly means because people say, oh, yeah, I'm valuable. I'm valuable. I'm valuable. But you you'll endure an abusive relationship or you'll endure people literally trashing you like you'll endure. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we know what valuable means. But when it's time to show up, we don't know how to handle it. Because we kind of truly really don't know our value. So for me, it's like when you really know your value, there's certain things you'd be like, I'm not taking that or I'm not dealing with that because I don't have I'm valuable. My time is valuable. My thoughts, my words are valuable. And it's like if you learn how to do that, you'll define your value. Like people will respect that. Like, I know I can't come to Kateri about that because that she just that's just not who she is. She's not going to be on the phone. She's not going to gossip. She's not going to do this because I value certain things that make me valuable, you know, and people won't dump on you because you respect your time, your words, you know, the ability for people to be able to call you. This is a value. Yeah. You know like people really count this as all, you know, it's just a phone, but it's value in this because it controls a lot. And it can make or break you. So um, that that's how I determine my value. So when I do this podcast, uh, oftentimes I'll I'll hear something and I'm like, oh, snaps. That is the clip that I'm going to use to promote. The- <laughs> that was it, though. <laughs> that was it. Yes. That was just so <laughs> powerful. Like, it just made me think about certain things because I'm never the person to say that I'm that or that I know my worth or and everything but I'm a very confident person and I feel that people see that so I attract people but what I've noticed is that I attract the opposite of what I am and um and I'm the type of person that's the giver um so I go out and I try to help people or give to them and do all these things for my friends whatnot and then I'm left depleted and empty because I didn't put up the wall like I might have known that I'm not valuable I know I may know that I'm worth something but not really fully realizing how much value just answering the phone for like you're saying answering the phone and listening to people with you know like it you just can't do that for everybody um, right and then some people are just use use you in a sense and like there's sometimes like people will do things and let's say just calling you just to dump on you, whatever the case is, or asking to borrow money or asking to do certain things. Some things like you may feel that you're using me, but I would do that for anybody. So right. I don't necessarily find that as you using me. However, however I'm not going to sit on the phone for two hours talking to just anybody. So, exactly. <laughs> so that there's a difference. And I'm just like, time is way more than money for me, way more than money, because I can always get money back. I'm yep. never going to get younger. I'm never going to get that time back. Never. Oh, my God. Yes. And I'm just never. like, sometimes you'd be thinking like, Dan, I wasted my best years on your dusty. No, I'm playing. But, <laughs> but it'd be like that. I've had to end some relationship, friendships, I should say. They weren't relationships. Well, all all relationships. All friendships are relationships. Any type of right. So, anyways, I had to end some relationships um, that were just, like, it's kind of like, um, when you have a car, in a sense, when once you take it off the lot, it depreciates in value. Right. Um, and I feel like I'm like, I need to, you know, I don't know where I was going with this analogy. <laughs> but like, I allowed them to use the car and they weren't trying to lease or buy it. Right. In a sense. 
And that sounds kind of sexual, and that's not where I was going with this. <laughs> but all I'm saying, I've just had, I had I had friendships that just were weren't. I was their friend, but I couldn't necessarily call them my friend. Got you. And and it's one of those things that like, oh, we're not cool no more. But I was like, if you ever call me, like I'm always gonna be there for you. And then I have to sit back and think, no, I'm not, because no, no like why? <laughs> like and I've had to do that recently like I've said this like oh I know we're not cool no more but if you ever need anything and I'm like no if you ever need anything call somebody else don't call me like <laughs> because I like it's just it's just gonna be the same pattern like I have a friend that we were extremely close um and they got upset with me because I'm about to put the, the business on front street real quick so you can get get a backstory you know? <laughs> um so apparently I got told and it was someone was just telling me a story or whatever about how this girl was cheating on her man and it happened to be my friend's girl. And I was like, uh, you do know that I know who that is, right? And they're like, oh. And so I was just like, I don't want to be involved. I don't want to be in the middle at all. I just don't, you know, I didn't ask to hear this information. I didn't know that this was going to be told to me. I didn't. But I'm, then I have to think, should I tell my friend what I heard? Because one, I don't know if it's true. And, and two, he already knows that I already have an underlying issue with the relationship that I don't think that is good for multiple of reasons. Um, so I was just like, but I want someone to tell me. And so I, I went ahead and, and told him and he was like, who told you? And I'm like, it doesn't matter who told me because me telling you who told me is just going to cause even more issues. I told you every single detail that you needed to know for you to verify if this is true or not. So who told me right now is irrelevant to the fact. And he was just like, if you can't tell me, then I can't F with you no more. I said, I guess we're... <laughs> so I said, well, there's well, been plenty of... Yeah, I was like, there's been plenty of reasons why I should have not... But I should have stopped effing with you, and I didn't. But if this is going to be the, <laughs> the straw for you that breaks the camel's back, then we just not going to be cool. Right. Two years later, just recently, he hits me up asking me if I could help him with something. Like, you ain't got no... We ain't talked in two years. You ain't got nobody else to call? Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny, but, like, I feel that this happens, and it's kind of um, good and a bad thing. The reason why I, it's okay for me... Like, yeah, I may value friendships, and I may let them go, but there's a thing that I do and I realized that I've done it recently, which is not necessarily a good thing. Like I allow people to get so close, only so close. So if the relationship ends or whatever the case ends, uh, I won't need you, but I know right. that you'll still need me because I provided so much. I was so valuable to you at the time that you mm -hmm. needed me. Um, but you, sh you've served no value for me. So, right. I'm thinking now, sitting here thinking like, well, why should I hold on to this friendship? Because you ain't really did nothing for me. Like I, but I've made myself in a position where I don't have to need anybody, which is fine and good to a certain extent. But then at the same time, doing that also allows me not to be vulnerable with certain people. So it's like yeah. I kind of have a guard up. So I, I have to be able to find the middle ground. But this podcast is about you, not me. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it, though. The dialogue is good because it, it, it allows you to really see and dig deep down into your own, you know, things exactly. that you go through, because that's to me, I feel like we're helpers one to another. And sometimes we help not even knowing that we're helping people. You know, it's like whatever you say, even though I may not personally ask you, it's going to answer secret questions that I battle with yeah. myself. You know, so it's like it's OK for you to be open about how you feel because I know it triggered you. Yeah. Because dang, I really do. Like for real, people take for granted the value of me having a cellular device and who I want to put on it. If I want to talk to you today, I will pick up the phone and call you. That does not mean that you're not valuable to me. It just means that my time currently is valuable and I have to decide what am I going to use it for? Exactly. Am I going to exactly. use it to sit on the phone and I know you're going to gossip because I need all that time that because mm -hmm. I'm not worried about so-and-so. If you're talking business, we can have a conversation. But if you're not talking 
things that are going to pour into my now and my future, then the value, your value on this is irrelevant because I control who reaches me on here, not you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I value everything. I, I, I value the small things in life because they turn into big things. You're going to look up and be like, how did I get here? But it's like little by little, the value decreased. And then people, you know, like you said, you allow, sometimes you allow people to get too close. And it's like, man, why didn't I just build that wall? You know, because you're, you're a lover, you're a giver. Yeah. You want to be happy. But then it's like, dang, when they do you wrong, it's like, man, I should have just, and I, and it's, you know, and it's, so boundaries. it's so funny because I meet, I don't meet, I don't make the same friend, but I make the same type of friend. So it's yeah. So I know that this is a lesson that I'm clearly not learning. Right. <laughs> God is trying to teach me something, and I'm ignoring the signs. Yes. But, um, but like with the la- not that friend, but with the last friend that I had, and it's funny because I went into the year saying I'm not gonna make no new friends. Like I'm on my Drake, you know. I ain't making no new yeah. friends. Um, and then I happened to meet this friend, and I'm like oh, we have a lot in common, like, you know, and I was just like, okay, maybe one friend, and I should have just listened to myself, but, and then it turned into something that was so draining and toxic, because they were dealing with whatever they were dealing with, it had nothing to do with me, but because I'm in there, every single conversation that you have, it just, it's like a, a dark cloud over this person, and then it starts to rain on you. And, like, you got to be careful, right. like, just what you're saying, like, just with the phone thing and being valuable, valuable, you have to be careful with who you bring into your light because it can literally dim your dim your light. It literally can. That That's, listen, that is so true. And, and it will, especially if you don't. Um, and a lot of you really don't know your value until you go through things like you're not going to know off the bat. People define your value. Situations define your value. And um, to the people who are listening to this podcast, listen, do not have God take you through a thousand things for you to understand what your value is. Learn from the first two. Because he's going to keep turning it again until you really catch on. Like, that's one thing about God. He's going to he does things in patterns. And so it's like, if you can't, if you don't get the first two, something wrong, that means you're not understanding your value. So he's trying to alert you like, hey, are you not aware that this is toxic for you? Yeah. You know, so I could be open to and look at the patterns and cycles of life. That's how you'll begin to determine like, man, I keep, okay, this is a pattern for me. Why do I keep ending up in this place? Like, why do my feelings keep getting hurt by people who I don't care about? Why am I so pressed about people leaving me? Like, those are cycles that that determines your value of of how you deal with people. So it can go a long way with that valuable piece. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. that's a topic on its own. (laughs) (laughs) So the podcast is going to be called Right There. (laughs) I'm gonna leave that right there. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's, it's what I was going to say, um, what I realized, and I don't know if this happened to you per se, but when you talk to like older friends that you haven't talked to for a while, um, and I, mm-hmm. I stress that you do this and I did this one year for my birthday. I, um, had, I had a party and I had a, uh, basically blank, uh, what do you call them? Cards basically where people can write a message to me on there. Um, Mm. and I went back and like, I read them after like four years and I'm like, wow, I don't talk to any of these people anymore, but, (laughs) but, (laughs) you know, it really do be like that. But at the same time, it's like, they thought so highly of me and I didn't even see it in the time. Like I I didn't really, you know, and then I recently, an old friend of mine that I went to church with, um, Kevin, he, um, his mom just passed away and he hit me up to let me know because I was always at their house and I'm like, Oh my gosh. And I haven't talked to Kevin like in over 10 years. And he was just like saying like nice things about me and like certain things that he was saying. I'm just like, Oh, I do that now. I didn't realize that I did that back then. 
Like, wow. So, like, to make it like, oh, this isn't like me thinking now I'm like, oh, I just, I don't know why I turned into to be this person. Like, like I'm too giving, I'm doing this or whatever. Why, how did this even happen? But not realizing I used to do that all along and that's just who I am. Wow. Um, so it was pretty like kind of eye opening. I'm like, oh, like, you know, like I shouldn't feel bad for, that's just who I am. Like I shouldn't feel bad for doing this or doing that because I've done that pretty much my whole life. And it, you know, he, he was just thanking me for taking care of him. Like there's times we hung out and I would pay for certain things and I never asked for anything back. And I'm like, I did that with you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so like, it, it's cool to just look back and take, take a step back. Um, and to see, you know, who you are as a person and what you're going to tolerate and what you're not going to tolerate. I think sometimes we get so um invested into social media and what this looks like and just get so even just get so wrapped up in other people's lives that we don't even know um right like even like with uh, you've probably seen it with the blue face and krishan um mm-hmm. and like at a point i'm just like oh what happened now what happened? and then i'm just like i don't it's so toxic i don't want to hear about that no more Oh my goodness. I'm just like, it, it does not bring me any joy. There's certain music that I don't listen to because it brings me down. It, there's no, you know, and people are like, oh, why don't you listen to a lot of rap music? I'm like, because that's not my lifestyle. I don't, everything that they're rapping about, I can't relate to. So why am I going to listen to that? Like, I'm not robbing banks. I'm not disrespecting women. I'm not doing drugs. I don't do any of that. So like, I don't, you know, granted, I'm not going through heartbreaks, but I will listen to some slow r and song. <laughs> 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 Full RB. Yes. yes. Um, but like I just I can't be engulfed in certain things. I stopped watching like r- reality TV shows, like because it, it's good for the moment, but then you get so invested into the drama and it, yes. it negatively affects you and you don't even realize that the stuff that you're watching or seeing you're consuming and it's making you harden or whatever the case is. Literally, that is so that is so powerful that you said that because for me, I don't watch TV. Um, and the reason why I don't, I don't listen to certain music. I just don't do it because I feel like it shapes your world. And, you know, people, I don't think that they can actually see that, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of times it's like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, it's social media. I mean, what do you expect to see? Yeah. But I also want to control what I see. So it's people who I won't follow because I don't want to see that there are certain blogs that I won't be, you know, involved in or, or look at, or, you know, put my money behind it because it's like, I don't know. I don't know you guys. Mm -hmm. I don't, uh, you know, I don't kind of truly understand, you know, where you're going, but it's like, I literally watch old school stuff. I do not watch current TV. The reason being is because it is so much out there. It's so many identities that are everywhere. Like what? What can I gravitate to that is gonna like literally feed my life right now? Me as an individual, nothing on TV feeds me individually, you know. And it's like I really cannot buy myself in nothing. Like not even in music. It's like in my bubble. Like what is going on here? I cannot find nothing. Like no reality. And no music, really. I think that the reason that is is because, like, social media has changed the world, one. And, like, yeah. even, like, the people that are getting famous off of TikToks and everything like that, now when you watch a TV show, it's centered around this storyline that doesn't yes. necessarily really happen in, in my real life. Like, right. Nobody I know. Like, this does is so far-fetched. Like, you know, um... And it just doesn't like that. Granted, there's a couple TV shows that I watch, but they're like like um, the rookie or some like police officer shows, and I I take those for a grain of salt because that stuff don't really happen. But <laughs> but we don't have like no Family Matters or no Fresh right. Prince of Bel-Air. Oh my! Like we don't have any like they don't make shows like that anymore. No, and it's they're so not sad. genuine. It's so no, sad. they're not genuine. So. Um, and I do, I I do like the Mrs. Pat show. It's a lot of cussing, um, so I don't necessarily recommend it to everybody. However, I feel that it's a, a lot of what goes on in this show is kind of like, oh, damn, my mama yelled at me like that before, like, you know, so I can relate to it. <laughs> um, but, like, th- but besides that, like, there's really not many shows that, like, 
are wholesome and that you, you know, like, because before we would look at shows, like, like I said, Family Matters, that, like, we may not, it may not be something that we see every day, but it's, like, a black family in a positive light. Right. And we, that- I don't, I mean, there probably, there might be a show out there that I don't know about, but I can't think of any. Yeah, people used to call me all the time because I literally watch, I watch Run's House, like, oh, I love it. it's breakfast for me. <laughs> because to me... I'm very big on family. I'm very big on, you know, parents in the household, raising their kids, you know, even growing up in music and stuff like that. I always like to see that type of stuff because it just gives you a certain type of peace. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. Runtime is like one of my favorite MTV shows of all time because they really brought that black culture um, of what family meant, yeah. you know, where their kids, you know, even with JoJo, you know, getting caught with, you know, weed. And it's like, yeah. his daddy was like pissed. Like, bro, you're messing up the family's name. Like, what are you doing? But that's true, yeah. you know, fatherhood. Like, listen, you know, I built this empire for you guys. You're not going to mess it up off of something that's just stupid like that. So I really, like, admire, you know, shows that pour into and actually show you the ins and outs of real reality Um you know, of life and how it really is. Like that's that happens yeah. to people every day. So I can relate to that. But all this other stuff, glitz and glamorous, like, yeah, it's cute for TV. But when the lights and cameras are off, a lot of that stuff is rented. Yeah. A lot yes. of stuff are Airbnbs. A lot realize. of things like we I get remember, it. Um Adrian Blaylone or Notori from 3LW, they were saying that when they did their episode of MTV Cribs, like, that was not their house at all. Like, <laughs> and, like, they were, none of that stuff was theirs, and they did that episode of MTV Cribs or whatever. And it's, like, that's so crazy because, you know, and it and puts this into kids' mind, like, oh, this is what success is. You got to look. And yes. people, they're not even living like that. No. <laughs> Like, I know famous people that, like, somebody, I was listening to this record or whatever, and I was telling my cousin, he's like, oh, this is hard or whatever. I was like, I know that person, I know that person personally. I was like, they living on an air mattress right now. Don't let that fool you. Like, like, like you're living better than them. Wow. No, but see, that's that's why you have to know your value. Exactly. Because there's so many things that is online that is, you know, being pushed through the airwaves of this false sense of reality and this false fantasy of the glitz and glamours of life. And it's like, no, but when you turn all that stuff off and you go home with yourself, you're dealing with personal issues. And it's like, I don't like that people try to make you feel like you have to race to reach this level. And it's like, life is so quick and you literally are living to please or catch up with other people. And it's like, what about the small things? What about regular living? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you may have money, but why can't you have money and grow step by step? What is this race? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand why people just don't value the pace of life. Like if it's taking you a couple years to start a business, that's fine. It does not mean that you're not successful. It just means that it takes a little bit more. Yeah. And they always say that <laughs> actually the, what you have, like they say that the, the, um, it, it's not in the destination. Didn't get that. Could you try again? Is that you? Are you? Yeah, that was oh. me. Siri is boring it's the destination not the journey uh i'm sorry it's the journey not the destination yes and it'd be like that uh sorry about that um i should have locked my door (laughs) um but um i oh let me do a disclaimer. There's nothing wrong with sleeping on an air mattress. That was not my point. <laughs> my point nothing was living. wrong with that because we've all had an experience. Yes, so. I had to do it. So, like, my point was, though, like, don't fake the funk, you know? Yeah. That's all I was, I was getting at, you know, because sometimes people. <laughs> we think, get you. We get you. Yeah, we understand. <laughs> I don't want, I'm not trying to offend nobody. There's nothing wrong with sleeping. I had to do it. Because uh, we've all had an experience. Yeah. Listen, Oof, Jesus. 
But I want to get into your single. Um, can you tell us a little bit about it before I play it? Um, Till I Get There um, was definitely written from a place of, again, knowing your path and knowing your journey. And uh, I wanted to create an anthem for people who were in this place of where it's like, okay, God, when is it going to happen? Or it's just taking so long, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, what do I do while I wait? Um, and so that's how till I get there was birth. And, you know, the course says no matter what I'm feeling deep inside or what I face along this ride with a smile on my face, grinding every day, holding on till I get there, meaning, you know, I'm going to put forth the best effort. You know, every day I get up, I'm grinding hard because I know eventually I'm going to get to that place that, you know, God has called for me. And so that's kind of the, the story behind that is I just that song came out of, again, a place of where I was. And um, it encouraged me to just hold on. Like, cause I mean, eventually you're gonna look up and you're gonna be in that place. So while you're waiting, bro, just live life, smile, laugh, have fun, enjoy your friends, family, and just hold on until you get to that destination. So sometimes you might not even realize you're there until after you've already passed it and you're on to better things. This <laughs> it no, it, it happens sometimes. That's the point. I'm telling you. You look up and be like, man, okay. So let's get into this record. You can actually find this song on my playlist on Apple Music now. It's called WAP Worship and Praise. Yeah, like I did that. Um, <laughs> and it's a list of my current, my favorite um, gospel songs right now and I, I think the playlist is amazing and I would want everybody to go out and get there because there's not many gospel playlists out. They're not. There's not so. many so get mine because you're gonna get you're gonna get fed. So let's get into the record. Here is Till I Get There by Kateri B. Writer's church, church, church. One step at a time is what I tell myself Don't worry about a thing Cause my time is coming And too many times Distractions try to come my way To get me off my game Yeah Cause I'm staying focused Three strikes and you're out That's what I hear them say But the favor of my life Is endless So I'm gonna sit back And watch it all crazy the way your riffs and your runs and where you put it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> thank you nah, i appreciate that no seriously because i mean there's every not everybody can sing but there's a lot of good singers but like uh, yes there's certain things that you do with your voice that you it's just it's it's it's, just, it's, it's heaven sent god yeah that's all i gotta say <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it 
appreciate it so much. And uh, I, I just want to say thank you for having me on this podcast because I literally didn't know what to expect. Yeah. But I am so grateful that I, you know, took this this time to sit with you and chat with you and, you know, get to know you more um, and we can help each other, yes. you know, help each other, you know, through our conversation. So thank you so much for having me. I look forward to coming back, y'all. Yes, you got to. Um, before I let you go, there's this question that I start to ask everybody. So oftentimes we give kudos to other people for things that they've done great or things that they've accomplished. But in this moment right now, I want you to give kudos to yourself for whatever you've gone through or whatever you've accomplished or made it through. Well, I want to give kudos to myself for literally just being a warrior, um, for just knowing who you are, like, if I can speak to myself right now, I can say that I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of um, who, you know, Kateri has become. Just to look back even through her childhood and just to see how many things that she has overcame. It's like, wow, she really is at this place. Um, and so I, I thank God for who, who I am. Um, I thank God for, you know, how I have literally turned my losses into beauty. Um, and that has really shaped me into this person that you guys see every day, the person that you hear singing all the time. Um, and so I've literally have become a warrior um, throughout the years. And I thank God for where I am. Literally, God has been amazing to me and I would not be here um, without him. So I say kudos to myself and for my future music that I don't have a release date, but be coming out soon. So I just say kudos for my hard work, kudos for me believing in myself, kudos for me trusting, you know, even times when I fail, but I get back up and keep going. So I want to say kudos to myself for that. And I pray for much success for myself. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for doing the podcast. Once you drop new music, we're going to have to have you on again to promote. Yes. Um, is there anything or actually tell the people where they can find you on social media and you can find me on all social media platforms at on Instagram is at KB Global Music on TikTok. It's underscore KB Global Music. You can also find me on Facebook and YouTube as Kateri Blueford. Um, again, if you you can pull up KB Global Music for that, too, it'll still pop up the same. So that's where you can find me. I'm on all um, my single till I get there is on all digital platforms where you can, you know, stream music. So Go ahead and get that single, guys. Well, thanks again. You, It was a pleasure to have you on, and the dialogue was just so easy, and that rarely happens. So <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for having me again. I'm telling you, y'all, this is this podcast is, gonna, is incredible, and I'm so proud. Um, and I don't even know your story, but I can just tell that you are just this ray of sunshine. Like, it's such a warm feeling when people are actually happy with where they are. Um, and it may not, they may not say it all the time, but you seem so happy. And I'm happy for you. And I don't <laughs> really you. know. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's incredible. Oh my God. Because I'm telling you, like, guys, if you can actually see his smile, I don't know if you can see it, <laughs> but if you can see his smile, like he is an illuminator, like he illuminates rooms for real. Like he just has this presence about him and it's so genuine and it's so honest. And I just respect that. So kudos to you. I appreciate that. That's <laughs> Make me blush. <laughs> well, I'm going to play my outro music. You guys know where you can find me at Terrell. Garnett underscore that's T-E-R-R-E-L-L-G-A-R-N-E-T-T -E -E -T -T underscore and I'm on all platforms or just Google me <laughs> Terrell Garnett <laughs> <laughs> and here we out
that's all we have for you today. I hope you enjoyed yourself on this episode of Create Your Own Story with Terrell Garnett. We'll catch you next time.